Welcome, uh, Zoe Stern, to Coffee in an Interview. We're so excited. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me, Jackie. I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> and tell us, uh, tell me, um, where are you located, actually? And what is it that you do? Why don't we get started with getting to know you a little bit? So I live in beautiful Las Vegas. It's absolutely amazing here. Weather's perfect, like, year-round. I love it. Um, and I am a health concierge. So That's an interesting term. Tell me more. What is, what is that? So, you know, I started as like a personal trainer, right? That was the foot in the door thing. But I realized that personal training was just not enough, right? Um, I didn't want to be the person that you just saw in the gym and did your sessions, did some nutrition with, and then like, peace out till next time. There's nothing wrong with that by any means. It just wasn't where I wanted to go. I wanted to have a bigger impact on people's lives. So what I've done now is, you know, health, uh, I mean, sorry, um, your fitness and nutrition is like this much, right? Of course, mm -hmm. of course it's there and it's a big part, but real change comes from working with this, you, who you are in here, in here. And so I take all of that and bring it all together to give you the real success because that's what we really need to change for lasting results. So I'm with you to help in so many more areas of your life than you ever imagined. Wow. And I noticed you pointed to your head, what's it, you know, the mental, your heart, I'm thinking the physical, but also the emotional. Mm -hmm. So it's looking at all these pieces and how they come together in terms of your health and your well-being and your future. Yes, exactly. So then what inspired you to go on this journey as a health concierge? So I'll start with that. I never lived a traditional life. Like I never took that normal path that most people took. Um, I left high school at 16, started in uh, community college, did a dual enrollment program. So finished high school, but just at college instead. And I was like, wow, like this is a better way. And I've on, like since that, I've always looked for what's a better way. If I'm in a spot, I don't like what's a better way out of here. So by the time I turned 18, I had no idea what I wanted to do with my life. And I did what nobody expected. And I booked a one-way ticket and moved to Mexico. Open-ended, like no idea what I was going to do. Right? Kind of crazy. Did, did yeah. you know anyone there? It just happened spontaneously? So I had been there on vacation a couple times. So I had made, made some friends, but nobody knew I was coming. So I was showing up like it had been, I think, 10 months since I had been there the last time. And I'd only been there for like a two weeks vacation before and I just showed up and I, it's a tiny town. So I found some of my friends, you know, pretty quickly, but yeah, I had no real plans. And what turned into just like moving to Mexico spiraled into three years of world travel, which wow. was, yeah, it was pretty crazy. So I road tripped through Mexico, through Central America. Uh, I backpacked Southeast Asia and I even spent a year in Australia. It was insanely incredible. But the problem was I hated everything about the way I looked for so long because my weight would just go up and down like no other. I mean, I'm like, you know, I was just like most people out there. I had a trip coming up, so I wanted to look good. I wanted to get in shape. And I did every time. Successful. Ooh, I look great. But then the vacation would start. And these weren't two-week vacations. These were like open-ended travels. So I would lounge on the beach. I would, you know, eat a little too much. And eventually the weight would pack on. You know, maybe in two weeks you could pull it off and not really gain like crazy amount. But I would always end up packing them on. And by the end of these trips, like 
I would feel so crappy about myself. I mean, my confidence was in the toilet. I wouldn't get in a bathing suit. I wouldn't go to the beach and my clothes weren't fitting me. And I didn't want to come home because I didn't want people to see what I'd done to myself again. Like every single time I did this for years, you know, I'd leave looking great. I come home looking not so great. And it was terrible. Wow. So it's a, it's a vicious yo-yo dieting cycle almost yeah. tied to a lifestyle that, that was something you really wanted and was adventurous and fun and, and life changing, but then it's tied to the weight gain and, and lifestyle choices. So I made it my mission that I want to start getting fit. Um, at the end of Australia, I joined a gym and I would walk 40 minutes there. I'd walk 40 minutes home. I'd work out twice a day sometimes. And I busted my butt. Like I worked out a lot. And I ran into somebody that I had met earlier in my travels. And I was like, yeah, I'm stoked. I'm going to the gym. This is great. Blah, blah, blah. And he looked at me and he was like, so why are you so fat? And I was like, oh my goodness. I mean, it hurts so much. Like all I want to do is cry. But at the same time, it was such a good point. Why was I still fat? Like there's, I was working on my feet, bartending, like moving around. I was always moving. So why was I still fat? Like it just didn't make any sense. That's where the nutrition side came in. You know, I was drinking a little too much. I wasn't eating the best and I wasn't eating terribly, but it wasn't, wasn't the, the right way. Right. So when I got back to the States, I decided I'm keeping fitness in my life no matter what. And I'm going to make this a lifestyle. I'm going to change this. I'm not going back to that cycle that was just terrible for you. And eventually I started working in this small gym in California and I had so much fun helping people and boosting their confidence and teaching classes and doing all these things that I knew, okay, this is, this is what I want to do forever in some respect, you know? So I got my personal trainer certification and that was my start to like this world that I'm now in. And I am so happy that I went that route. You know, it was amazing. You talk a lot about your journey, and uh, I've, I'm the I'm the tra travel yo-yo dieter. I'm like, okay, I'm going to the Dominican Republic, and I'm going to do this liquid diet and lose five pounds and fit into my clothes better. And then out there, I'm drinking, I'm hanging out, I'm sleeping two hours a night, which affects my weight gain. And then I come back to the states, the same or worse than. <laughs> than when I left um so and you're doing it for long periods of time but you talked about um these changes you made and what you felt like and looked like before versus when you made the change and I'm curious what's the comparison what was the before and what was the after for you physically or mentally or emotionally and this is who you are now so if you compare yourself now to then Let's do that. Compare yourself from now to then. What, 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 what are the differences? What's changed? So now I know that it's, okay, it comes down to your why. Why do you want this, right? So my why back then was, is that a trip? I want to look at a beach, you know, which is a fine, it's a fine to have that for why, as long as you know that that's a short-term why. And as long as you know that there's something, a reason why you really want this long-term that the vacation's gonna end, you're gonna come home, and you have to know how to handle afterwards. Cause it's all good and skinny, like skinny, all good and fun to like cut down and get skinny, right? Or whatever shape you're looking for, I should say. But if you don't know what to do when that's done, 
then you're going to end up right where we were every single time. Right. Mm -hmm. So now I look at it as my lifestyle and maybe I want to, you know, trim up a little bit for something I have coming up. But the difference is now that I never let myself get too far out of line because I've made this a lifestyle, something I keep doing throughout the year, not just for this much time for this particular event or trip or whatever it may be. So I just, I see it differently. It's a long-term thing. I want to stay looking good and healthy forever, not just until vacation. I like your focus on the why. And I think um, a lot of us are afraid of lifestyle changes. We hear lifestyle changes and we're thinking dramatic changes for life. And you have a, a very different approach, a very uh, attainable approach, a very adaptable approach to this lifestyle change, which uh, make, makes me feel even more empowered to be able to make some change. And changes I've already started making, by the way, uh, since our first conversation, and I'm starting to recognize, I'm not gonna get into the next part too, too much, but starting to recognize some of my behavior that I can still change and what's triggering that. So uh, looking at that why and looking at that lifestyle change uh, is definitely very important, but very doable. And that's what you're teaching me through our conversations. So actually, before I give too much away, let's talk about three terms that you used with me uh, and they really stay with me. It was enjoyment, community, and rage. These seem to be like three pillars, but one maybe is the main foundation and two pillars. I'm not sure how you want to describe it, but a, a foundation and pillars for success in terms of our lifestyle change. And I want to see if you could talk a little bit about these three terms with us, where they came from, what do they mean? How do they affect us? How do we adopt them? <laughs> so for enjoyment, you have to enjoy what you're doing, no matter what it is in life, because if you don't enjoy it, you won't stick with it. There's only so long you can stick to some super crazy restricted diet where you're like, I got this. I'm amazing. I lost all this weight. But after two weeks, you just, you hate it. You don't enjoy it. You're not going to stick with it. And now you gained all that weight back and more because you don't like it. And you didn't learn anything, but that's a whole other topic, um, <laughs> whole other thing. But so that's just not just with your eating, but with your workouts. If you don't like something like I hate running, you're not going to catch me running on a treadmill. It's not necessary or outside or whatever. It's just, you don't have to do certain things. There's no magical equation that is that you have to do to get in shape. You have to do whatever you will do whatever you can stick to and whatever you enjoy. Sometimes we don't love everything, right? Like, do I love doing certain things? Maybe not, but do I hate them? No, I don't hate them. So things that we hate, which we really hate, we're never gonna do, and that's okay. Just don't even look at them, don't think about them, it's fine. You don't need to do them. But really look for things that you like, because I started doing uh, pole dancing about 10, over 10 years ago. I started teaching pole dancing. And when I started taking it, I was like, this is amazing. All I wanted to do was go to class because it was so much fun and it was helping me get in shape. You know, so it just, that can't be beat. And then I started getting into aerial dance. So it's the think like uh, Cirque du Soleil kind of stuff. And I'm not in Cirque, but I had that kind of training. It's fun. You go to class, you have these people and it's great. And there's all this energy and excitement. And you're like, oh wait, I'm working out. Things like that. Think like kickboxing. Think boot camp. You know, think just dance classes. Like, especially if you're new to fitness, try everything because you don't know what you're going to like. Maybe you like Olympic lifting. Who knows? Maybe you, whatever it is, 
Maybe it's swimming. Find what you enjoy and try all sorts of things because that's number one. You got to enjoy this. Same with your food. I'll never restrict you. I'll never tell you, eat this, don't eat that. I'll help you and I'll guide you and I'll give you all the information you want. But when it comes to what you eat, that's your decision. Because if you don't like what I'm telling you to eat, you're not going to stick to it for very long. Mm-hmm. You got to enjoy it. Number one. I think that's a, especially if you're making a lifestyle change. Yes. Um, when it comes to food, you know, I, I, I love flavor, but I've learned so many things with garlic and herbs and you don't have to use all this butter and all these other things. And you, but you have to find things that you love, that you actually look forward to eating and you enjoy. And with exercise, I love that you said that because I'm struggling with finding the right things. And I'm thinking I'm doing the wrong thing, but you know what? That Zumba class, I like it. It's fun. I need to stick to my Zumba class, for example. So I think that was great advice um, for enjoyment. What about community and rage? So for community, it can be really hard to go at this alone sometimes, right? Um, You need to have a support system. Maybe that is a community of people on Facebook. There's plenty of them, of women or men or whatever you're looking for that will support you in what you're doing. Maybe it's your family, maybe it's your significant other, maybe it's people at your gym, wherever these people are, maybe it's your trainer, right? Whatever it is, you need to have somebody that's supporting you in this journey because it's going to get hard at some point or another, you know, it's going to get tough and you need to have people that are, that care. You know, it really sucks when you feel like everybody's going against your best interests. Mm -hmm. And honestly, I hate how often I see this where Somebody wants to make a change, a great change for themselves, a healthy change. And their family, they're not on that same path. Or their friends are not on that same path. And they give them a lot of grief for it. Oh, why are you doing this? Oh, that's stupid. Oh, come on, just eat the pizza. Oh, just blah, 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 blah. And they're trying to screw it up. They're trying to throw them off track because they're not bettering themselves. People don't like to see other people bettering themselves when they're not doing it. So it's important you find people who support what you're doing and a community, wherever that may be, of one or more people that have your best interests at heart. You need that. It's, it's crucial to have people that care about what you're doing as well. Uh, I like that you also mentioned communities that you might not have that you can find. Um, maybe it's a community you find in a gym class. Maybe it's a community you find on Facebook. Because I know, for example, I might have family members that will come up to my face and say, you're fat. What's going on? You just keep gaining weight. And then five minutes later are fighting with me. Why aren't you eating the rice with the fried meat and all of this? And I'm like, well, you just said I was fat. And now you're mad because I'm not eating this food. And I'm only eating the vegetables or the salad. And, and I think, um, I think there, it, it's hard for us to maneuver that. It messes with our minds. It messes with our confidence. Uh, we fall into peer pressure uh, with alcohol too, not just food, which also affects weight and how we feel mentally and physically. Um, so I think finding the right community and, uh, and empowering ourselves to say, I, under, I hear you, but I, this is what I want to eat, or this is the decision I'm making. I can hang with you and have club soda or vodka with seltzer water and not have to binge drink or not have to eat the fried wings and still be a part of your community. And if that doesn't work, then I'll just have to go home. <laughs> and, and I think um, I think that's very empowering. Uh, if we can get to that part of finding that community and feeling empowered when we have that more negative community around us, uh, I think it'll help us a lot. Definitely. 
And then, and then I'm thinking rage because now I'm getting angry. I'm thinking about all those people <laughs> who make fun of me or you know add to my stress when it comes to to my physical health. And tell us a little bit about this foundation of rage or this system of rage that you use in empowering your clients. When I came up with rage, I was like, well, that's kind of perfect because it's not something you would be expecting, right? So rage is an acronym. Um, and it stands for recognize, accept, grasp, and explode. So the first part is recognition. And it's super important to like, recognize, where did you come from? Like, how did you get to here? Because you didn't wake up today in the spot that you hate. You didn't get fat overnight. You didn't you know, feel like super low confidence overnight. These things have been building over time. So we gotta recognize what habits led you here because they are they exist right they happen mm-hmm. and then once we know what it is we can work to alter those and change those habits and i'm like i'm not saying super fast i'm not saying it's gonna be a big lifestyle change right away small steps that we work with to you know change those habits little by little but then we got to recognize where do you want to go right so it's not enough just to be like okay well this is where i am what do you want out of this where are we taking you in this journey and that can change over time, of course, but we got to have a starting point. So that's the beginning. And then next we go to accepting. And you really need to accept that a piece of this puzzle, um, or sorry, that the path you've been on isn't working and a piece of the puzzle has been missing, right? So whether it's been years of yo-yo dieting, maybe it's been nothing, doing nothing at all, whatever it is that you've been doing, or maybe you're following a program, but you're just not getting any results. You just don't know what's going on. So something's missing, something's not working, and we need to accept that so we can figure it out. Mm. And the next step is the most important step, I believe, which you touched on a little bit earlier, and it's grasping onto why. Why do you want this? Because for me, for so many years, like I said, it was vacation, but it never lasted. <laughs> That's why I kept going up and down, up and down. Like That was not a good enough why. So my why now is because I don't want to go back to living like that. I don't want to like go thin to, you know, fat, thin to fat repeatedly. I don't want to go from confident to hiding behind baggy clothes repeatedly. That life sucks. And I get it because I've been there. I know it's not fun. So now for me, it's my why. I don't want to be back there, right? I want to have this healthy life for forever. And then the final part is exploding. And it's exploding with that confidence because you're finally following a program that you enjoy, like I said earlier, is number one on the top of my list, and that I'm gonna educate you along the way. And I won't like throw crazy things at you you don't wanna know, <laughs> just random like scientific studies, You're like, ah, I don't get this. But like, I'm here to answer all your questions, to teach you along the way, and if I can't answer your question, I will either send you to somebody who can, or get the research, or whatever I need, I need to do, so you know. Because real success doesn't happen in the time we work together. Yes, the time we work together is beautiful, of course, and we're going to get your results and we're going to get you success. So you, you think the real success happens right now. Like that's what you think and that's what I want and that's amazing. But the real success happens like years from now, right? Down the road when we're no longer working together. What's oh. going on with you now? Are you still able to maintain what you're doing or have you fallen off track but you still remember how to get back on because I taught you how? That's the real success. Like I'm not looking to like, you know why most diets fail? Most diets are set up to fail because they don't give you the step that follows. 
they give you the weight loss portion and then they cut you off yep. and then you're screwed. And that's not what this is about. This is about getting you down to where you want to be or wherever it should be to where you want to be and teaching you how to maintain that and then go where you want to go from there. That's why when people want to sign on for like a, a short goal, like, Oh, I just want this. And then I don't know. I'm like, well, I don't feel comfortable leaving you hanging in the balance right there of like, yeah, you've lost 20 pounds, but what's next? Cause I don't want you to gain all that weight back and say, Oh, I worked with her, but now I'm fat again. Like that's not what this is about. So we need to look at it long-term. And that connects to your lifestyle change and your why and, and looking at that long-term and the focus on we're going to get you to this place. But once you're there, how do we ensure that this continues being a lifestyle change? How do we make sure that you maintain this good work? Or if you want to improve in another area that you keep improving. And I think that is very different from some of the messaging that we see out there when we're looking at ourselves. And a lot of us do focus on weight loss. That's usually the number one goal. Uh, then it might be maybe I'm pre-diabetic and I need to get my sugar numbers down, as we would say, you know, may one C down. Or, um, you know, I work with a lot of leaders and a lot of people in the community with stressful jobs. And I think there's so many factors that lead into how we feel and our mental capacity, emotional health, physical health. Um, maybe it's we're not sleeping enough. So all these things that we need to change, those lifestyle changes, the foods we're choosing to eat, how we handle stress, um, what kind of exercise we do, the fact that we maybe spend five days being good and 15 days being quote unquote bad <laughs> and then five days being good again based on our hectic work schedules and, and, uh, and what you're prescribing is very different. So that's, uh, that's very helpful. I also noticed that you don't really prescribe anything. I think that that's very interesting. <laughs> I give you guidelines, you know, of course, with nutrition, there are, there's going to be calories involved. There's going to be macronutrients, which if you don't know, those are your proteins, your carbs, and your fats. Um, and they're very important following guidelines of those to get to what your goals are. And they're going to change depending on what your goals are and who you are as an individual. So there's so many factors that come into play with all of that. But I'm going to give you those, right? And I'm not going to, it depends on each person, right? We're all unique. But I'm not saying going to force you to stick to them right away. I want you to see this is where I want you. And now we're going to work on getting you there. All right? So you see this is where you want to be. This is where you're at because you're going to be tracking your food. And now how close are you to where we want to get you? And we're going to slowly get you there. Like most people are super under in their protein that I work with. So I'm not going to say try to eat hundred extra grams of protein on top of what you've been eating. And you're like, huh, how do I do that? Like, it's crazy. I'm like, nah, let's try to add like 10 more grams right now. Oh, you can do that. Oh, sweet. Cool. All right, cool. Let's add another 10. You feel good about that? Cool. Like let's now let's keep going. Like, and we're going to build. I'm not just going to like make you follow this crazy thing because that wouldn't be a good lifestyle change. That's something you won't stick to. So like, yeah, I'll prescribe you, like not prescribe, but like I'll write something out for you, but I want this to work. So it has to be that you can adhere to this. So it's more of guidelines and directing you and helping you where you need to be versus like, oh, just do this, do this, do that, peace out, you know? Yeah, and it's, it's a beautiful kind of mentorship relationship. You're, you're giving the guidelines, you're, you're there to help when needed, but the person who's following the plan with you is the one 
empowering him or herself and, and, uh, and being able to make these changes. And that, that's just a very different philosophy than what many of us are used to in the world of dieting. And very different because we keep thinking about the weight only, but we don't, we're not always thinking about everything else that causes the weight, but also all the other things that are caused by the weight. So again, that mental focus, that ability to uh, feel good about ourselves, our emotional health, mental health. And it's, it's just, it's interesting how it all ties together, but we tend to just focus on let's lose these 10 pounds now and, uh, and now look at this bigger picture. And you really push people to look at that bigger picture. And, um, and I had another question also talking about getting people to look at that big picture. And then I, I want to ask you for some advice too, but I noticed that you do a lot of that. Um, you provide us with a lot of information. It's great. I mean, we can go onto your website, we can go into your blog, and we're able to learn a lot from you. If we just go to sternstylefitness.com, we get so many free resources you're putting out there to empower us to live our best life, uh, but also on social media. Uh, I, I, I had a great time following you on a new journey. I know I mentioned it a few times, but it was one of those first posts. It was actually a video where you decided that you wanted to work on inflammation issues by giving up meat for a month. And you declared it, you started that, not meat, but not fish and eggs. And you, you declared it, you started that process. And you're taking us on that journey with you, which is empowering for us because we get to see what you go through in that process and we get to learn through your experience. So I just thought that it was amazing to see someone who puts out so much information to empower us, um, you know, just free out there for us to get information and improve our lives. And that uh, has already proven helpful for me <laughs> in looking at some lifestyle changes that I need to make. Right, I'm not trying to say like, drink this skinny tea and lose five pounds in a week. Guys, that, that doesn't work. Like none of that works, okay? Stop wasting your money. Stop buying the waist trainers. Stop buying all these things. You're just throwing your money in the toilet. It's stupid. So I'm here to spread real truth and tell you about what I do and what I'm going through and what works and what might not work. And this is my experiment because it's important. There's so many people that just have a, a mindset of just trying to sell you something and they don't care. Mm -hmm. They're just trying to make more money and that's great. We all want to make money, right? Of course. But when that's somebody's number one priority, they're not always completely honest with you. Right? So, I mean, like if you come to me and you want to work with me as a client, but I don't think we're a great fit, I'm going to find somebody that is for you. I just did that earlier today with somebody who hit, like got in touch with me and I was like, whoa, like, I don't know what you're dealing with. I have never been in your shoes. I'm sure I could figure it out, but how about finding somebody for you that's actually been in your shoes, right? Who can really help you. So, you know, of course, yeah, we all want to make money, but that's not number one. Number one for me is like, I want to change this industry the best that I can and cut through all the lies and all the gimmicks that we're told because it really sucks. Like there is no magic pill, you know, it's just, it doesn't happen. And lifestyle change is really the only way to go about it. So Zoe, I wanted to ask you a little bit about your ebook because I read it, but obviously our listeners probably haven't read it yet. It's available on rageagainstthebloat.com 
And I wanted to give you a chance to tell us a little bit about it because I think it's a great piece to add to this conversation about lifestyle changes and empowering us in terms of our health. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Of course. So I've dealt with pretty bad bloating for a number of years now and it's rough. And I know a lot of people deal with that and some people don't even realize that they're dealing with it. Honestly, I didn't realize that there was a life that didn't include bloating. I thought it was just a normal thing that when you ate, you just ballooned out and that was just what everybody did. I had no clue. (laughs) I literally had no idea there was another way to live. Uh, And I ended up doing an elimination diet and learned that my body did not tolerate certain foods. And when I took those out, I was like, whoa, wait, you mean I can eat a meal and not feel terrible? This is insane. Like I had no idea that was possible. So there have been other things though, because you know, that worked and then the bloat would come back and it has been this battle of mine for so long, but I finally have gotten to the bottom of it. And because of that, I've been so grateful. And honestly, it was because I hired a nutrition coach that helped me get to the bottom of it because she pointed out tiny little things that I could not see because it's myself. If you, it was you, I'd probably notice them, right? But because it's me, we don't see things in ourselves always. So I've taken all the knowledge I've learned and shared with you everything I went through, all the doctor's appointments and hours of testing I did because I thought there was something wrong with me. Like I was like, there's something wrong. And I would have all these tests done and you're like, okay, I'm going to get an answer. No answer. Okay, next test. Going to get an answer. No answer. I was like, cool. Like I'm doomed. I'm going to live like this for forever. And it sucks. I can't plan to go anywhere in a bathing suit because who knows if I'm going to be bloated today. You know, I was the trainer that was walking around in baggy tops because no disrespect to pregnant people because it's a beautiful thing when you have a child inside of you, but when you don't, it's not the best look, you know, that just hasn't come in style yet. So I was hiding my, this belly that I had because who wants to see their trainer bulging out of their pants? You know, and it wasn't that I was getting fat, it, although it started to lead that way eventually, um, it was that I was so bloated. And the reason it led to me getting fat was because I stopped caring. I was like, I work out super hard. I eat really well. I can't get rid of this bloat. You can't see what I'm working for. And then I'd feel like crap about myself and I would eat. You know, it's a story that many of us go through in some respect, right? So since I've gotten to the bottom of this, I have written an ebook for you guys to help you get to the bottom of it and discover something that might be upsetting you. So it's a three week process and It's going to help you discover things that you may have issues with. And it's all about empowering you to make the choice because you have a decision. You know, you're going to find out potentially that something is triggering you. And after that week, you get to make the choice. Okay, this particular item is causing me harm. Do I want to keep it in my life? Do I want to eliminate it? Or do you want to be like me and say, okay, If I eat the cake, I'm not going to feel well, but I'm planning for it. So I'm going to eat a really good dinner. I'm going to eat the cake and then I'm not going to feel well afterwards, but it's okay because I'm not planning on going anywhere. I'm going home. I'm going to go to bed and maybe for a few days, I'm not going to be the best shape, but 
I made that decision. So this book is going to empower you to make those decisions and to understand when I eat this, I'm going to feel like this. And you know that you have the power to feel that way or not. Right. And it shares with you other things that I've done and tried and whatnot, but it's all about you finally being able to be in control, right? Not it being in control of you. Cause that's what it was for me for so many years. And it's been crazy. So this book is free and I hope you get everything you can out of it. I'm excited for you to check this out. And, and thank you again for making this book available to us for free. Um, I love some of the words you're using that already, or already makes me want to go back and read it again. It's the power, it's the control, it's the empowering piece. It's about us, the reader, finding that power to make the change, to change something that is very uncomfortable or painful or, you know, just something that we don't want others to see, embarrassing in some ways. So those are uh, interesting words you chose, but they're great words for this conversation today. And, um, and I also want to point out, I love, your, you, I love how you share your journey. You're not afraid to share your journey and be so honest about that journey and the decisions you make because of that journey and then present us what you've learned through your journey so that we can learn it as well. And I wanted to thank you for, for doing that for us in your book, but also in your blog and your social media. I, I put most things on Instagram too, but Facebook gets everything. So if you want to get real and like, like I don't hide, I'm putting it all on the line. Like I have shared things on my Facebook that I've literally never told a single person in real life. Yeah. I'm not even kidding you. Like <laughs> my mom, my mom reads my Facebook, like cause they look at my Facebook at, or, and she reads them to my dad in the mornings. Cause she's always looking at what I post. And she's like, yeah, you know, or he told me on father's day, he said, your mother reads me everything you write in the morning unless she thinks I won't enjoy it. Cause there's some, like, there's some personal stories in there. Like there's some stuff that is like dad doesn't want to know about his daughter and that's okay. You know, I didn't write this for dad, you know? So <laughs> yeah, want to get some real info on me, just check out my social media. I put it out there. <laughs> Well, thank you. Thank you for being so honest and sharing all of that. And again, thank you for the great resource uh, that you've provided us. Welcome. And I also wanted to um, mention, I'm so sorry, I lost my train of thought here. But um, oh, I also want to watch your, your foundation with rage. I think is amazing how you're applying it to um, physical health and how it connects with mental and emotional health. But I'm also looking at how this process is so useful in other parts of our lives where we also need to make lifestyle changes, not just in terms of food, but even in our professional world. Mm -hmm. I think that there are ways to apply uh, this concept of rage with changes that we want to make once we find our why in these other settings. Uh, and I love your why. You talked about your lifestyle why, but um, you talked also about your professional why, your personal mission why in life. And, uh, and you can see how all that connects and being very transparent about your why, I think helps with this kind of work of guiding us and empowering us to be our better selves. And if anybody here is looking and needs help with their why, cause I go through this a lot with people. I'm like, why do you want this? And I'm like, I don't know, I just do. And like, I get it, like it's a hard question, but feel free to reach out to me and we can like talk about I'm not trying to sell you on anything. I'm just like, if you want help finding out your why, reach out to me. 
we'll have a phone call because these things work better on the phone, which is how it is. Um, and I'll, I'll dig in and I'll help you uncover why do you want this? I mean, I spoke with a girl last night and she was like, I don't know, I don't know. And then I kept asking her the same question, essentially, in like 10 different ways. And she finally got down to it and she was like, wow, I guess I do have a why. I was like, we all do, right? It's just about getting pushed enough to uncover it because it's there, but it's important and you need to know why. Yep, I definitely agree. Do you have any um, advice for us or any additional tips? You know, we're always trying to live our best life possible, but face so many challenges. And I wanted to see if you had any other bits of advice or tips for any of us as we close out our interview today. Uh, my best tip? This isn't all or nothing. That's the best. I mean, it's not, okay, I have to go to the gym five days a week and I have to eat perfectly and I have to do this and that. That's great. Cool. Like if you can do that, that's awesome. But you know, if you don't make it one day, don't beat yourself up. Like that's just one day. You know, if you go off course with your food, that's fine. Like just don't blow your entire day. Like I've been there, like I've been there myself, you know, I ate one thing that wasn't great. And then I said, screw it. And I ate a bunch more and I binged. I've been there. All right. I'm not perfect. Nobody is, but it's not a good way to live. And that's not a place I want to go back to. So it's definitely not all or nothing. I tell my clients all the time, like you don't have to do your whole workout if you can't make it in. Right. A lot of them have like three rounds, say of a circuit workout. I'm like, if you whatever's going on in your life and you can only make one round happen, do one because one's better than nothing. All right. If you can only do the cool down, do the cool down because it's going to be better than nothing. So don't look at it as everything or nothing. Just be consistent over the long term, and that will make all the difference. That's great advice um, for many of us who, you know, I eat the wrong thing on Tuesday and screw that. I'm not following this anymore for the rest of the week. I'll start fresh Monday. And, uh, and we tend to have that self-defeating behavior a lot um, versus how I felt this morning, knowing we were going to have this interview. I didn't have time to do a full workout, but I did a quick run, one and a half miles. It was better than nothing. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> and, and, you know, one and a half miles is better than nothing. And I got it in and I felt better than not doing anything. And also... Don't be afraid to reach out for help. You know, there's, there's plenty of resources, whether it's in a Facebook group or it's finding yourself a coach or whatever it may be. Don't be afraid to take that step. Honestly, I have coaches. Like just cause yeah, I could write my own program. Yeah, I can write my own stuff. Sure. Will I comply to it all? Maybe not. Cause I don't have that accountability with myself. And so I have hired I don't have my own trainer right now, but I've had a trainer. I do have a nutrition coach right now. Sure, I can do it myself, but I want to have somebody else seeing the things that I can't because it's me. I can't see everything, you know? Maybe if you handed me my information, I could see it because I wouldn't know it's myself. But it's okay to have somebody help you. You know, nobody got to the Olympics on their own. The best athletes in the world have coaches, right? The best business owners in the world have mentors. Right. So it's okay to seek help and guidance. It's an amazing thing to have that relationship with somebody. Thank you for that advice too. Um, I agree. I think a lot of us do it alone and do it secretly. 
Yeah. <laughs> and almost like if we're ashamed for making a lifestyle change. And so that's great advice to share with us as well. Um, so at this point, as we close our, our interview up, I just wanted to remind people that we have resources listed right under the description, uh, including rageagainstthebloat.com. Thank you, Zoe, for providing us with this free ebook to get us started and to really start making some lifestyle changes. I'm already finding it extremely helpful, so thank you for that. And also, it's a great way to see how to apply rage to a lifestyle change because it clearly walks you through that process for three weeks. And I also invite everyone to go to sternstylefitness.com to learn more about the work that Zoe does. But as a health concierge, I love that term, by the way. I had never heard it before. And it fits beautifully in this context. Um, but also to get more of those free resources, those tips, including the blog, and definitely follow her on social media and her social media information is also right under the description. Um, with that said, any last thoughts, words, comments before we close out our coffee and an interview? I'm here to help. Just, that's it. Anytime you wanna reach out, I'm here. So thank you so much for offering that support for all of us. And we'll definitely have uh, information again under the description. The resources have been amazing. Um, you know, I'm, I'm on this journey for self-improvement in all aspects. And this just plays such a key role at a complicated time in my life that really shows me that, um, that small changes do add up to big things. Uh, that lifestyle changes are the way to go there. They're not as scary as we think. And so many more lessons to help uh, me personally stay on track thinking about my own why and my goals health-wise, but I'm also thinking broader because you really are inspired me to think about my profession and, and many other things. I love that. Um, thank you again, Zoe, for being a part of Coffee in an Interview. Thanks for having me.